We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The Eric Erickson Show this fine day. I hope the weather is beautiful where you are because it's kind of getting grim where I am. Those of you in Texas, I hope you survived the storms last night. The phone number, if you want to be on the program, 877-973-7425. I want to begin with a sticky subject. Full disclosure out of the gate. I don't like talking about race-related issues because I know through my upbringing, I don't necessarily have uh, the quintessential American upbringing. I grew up in Dubai, moved there when I was five years old. Uh, we were definitely the minority in the country. And there was a time when we as a family uh, would tell people we were Swedish with our last name and my dad, we could get away with it uh, when there were terrorists throughout the Middle East who did not like Americans. And we would come back to the States during the summer uh, and live in rural Louisiana with my grandparents. My grandfather had been... Uh, the mayor of my small town, Jackson, Louisiana, uh, back during World War II. He uh, built a grocery store in the part of town that was increasingly the black community and uh, had great relations in the black community. He was actually, uh, if I recall the story right from my grandmother, lost his reelection bid because he uh, passed an ordinance requiring that people chain up their uh, mules and horses because uh, people were complaining about them going into each other's yards, eating each other's vegetation in the in the war gardens or the like. I remember my grandmother telling me that, but it, it's I didn't grow up there. Moved back to Louisiana for 10th grade, started off at a small Christian private school that turned out to have been a, a school that was started in the late 60s, early 70s as schools integrated. It was an anti-integration school, Christian Academy. Uh, I didn't know any better when I was there. I, so I, I, I hesitate to talk about race issues in large part because I didn't grow up in this country. And I know there are aspects of it uh, that, that I may not appreciate, but have tried very hard to build friendships uh, both across racial lines and across uh, the ideological divide on this issue. And we are at a point where I think we have a problem that I think one side doesn't want to uh, discuss. It's a, a real problem. Uh, the NY, uh, the, the New York city subway shooter is a man, uh, who in a drunk rant on YouTube a month ago 
talked about how white people and black people should have no contact with each other. And white people are angry that black people are no longer slaves. Uh, He could be an MSNBC host. In fact, I'm going to tweet that right now. Is this his audition video for MSNBC? Um, I mean, listen, some of the hosts out there on MSNBC, my goodness. Uh, The man's name is Frank James. He appears to be galvanized by racial hatred. This is from Rolling Stone magazine. One of James's most egregious racist videos is, quote, they hate Jew. A convoluted semi-autobiographical tirade uploaded to Facebook in late 2017 that finds him fantasizing about killing a Latino man whom he claims prevented him from advancing his machining career and suggested that Jewish individuals have so much contempt for blacks despite undergoing the horrors of the Holocaust. Quote, these Jews obviously haven't learned from their experience. You know, it hasn't humbled them in the slightest. They're all or a majority of them still arrogant and still feel they're superior and something above black people. And again, those MFers don't contribute to life on this earth, but poop, pee, pollution, and death and destruction. Again, he could be, uh, that may be his audition for MSNBC. That's the sort of rhetoric you get out of some of those hosts over there. And herein lies the problem. We have a New York City subway shooter who is fueled by black nationalism. Promoted something called the Black Liberation Army. The Waukesha Parade Killer, we haven't arrested the car yet. If you listen to the media reports, it was a car. It was a car that ran into a parade killing people, not a black man who, again, was fueled by black nationalism and a heavy dose of insanity. And also, Craig Greenville in Nashville, Tennessee, was the Jewish mayoral candidate who was shot by a man who is a black nationalist. The media wants us to know white nationalism is the problem. Here are three violent episodes in the last six months, all of which are black men fueled by black nationalism, but they also clearly have some deeply deep-seated middle issues. Now, this has been the problem all along, has it not? You have people on the left, on MSNBC, in other news outlets. They are worried about uh, stirring the pot of lonely single white men in a society that is moving beyond them, who because of their problems and insanities and mental infirmities could be provoked into violent insurrection against the United States of America. And in the last six months, three of the best cases outside of what happened on January 6th are black men provoked by the rhetoric in the media about white people, provoked by the rhetoric of Black Lives Matters, provoked by the rhetoric of white nationalists, or black nationalists, rather, and and we're not supposed to talk about that. The FBI says the greatest threat in America right now is white nationalism. 
Yet here are three violent encounters, a uh, attempted assassination of a Jewish mayoral candidate, uh, the murder of people at a parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin, and a man who shot up a subway in New York City, all of whom are black nationalists. We got a problem. And part of that problem is the press's refusal to even want to talk about this stuff. Keep in mind, the coverage of the Waukesha Parade killer was framed very quickly to be the car, not the man. And very quickly, it faded from the headlines, just like the the story in Nashville. It faded rapidly from the headlines. And this too, I suspect, will fade rapidly from the headlines. This one will not fade as quickly because it's in New York City and and whatever happens in New York City, the media covers extensively, whether it's a snowflake or a shooting, much like the media is much more prone to cover things that happen to the media than anything else. It is a problem. And the democratic solution, well, it's not to talk about this. Here is the coverage from MSNBC. But I wanna be very clear. With no fatalities, what happened in New York, terrible and tragic, is just one part of a much larger story that we bring you now, because today's events highlight what is an ongoing gun violence epidemic in America. A gun violence epidemic in America. Nicole Wallace, also on MSNBC. Today's so far completely senseless shooting happening less than 24 hours after President Joe Biden announced a new measure to reduce gun violence in America. And while gun reform advocates, folks like Fred Guttenberg, who was on this program yesterday, say that yesterday's moves were a big and important step, the violence that we saw just today shows us how urgent gun reform is in this country, how overdue it is. Ah, yes. That, that's that's the subject they want to talk about is, is gun control. They never, ever, ever, whether it's a young white man going into a school with a bunch of guns and killing kindergartners or this, want to talk about the mental health problem. You know, they never want to talk about Chicago either. We never hear about the mass shootings in Chicago and the solutions there. Oh, you're not allowed to talk about it if you're white, apparently. That's a lesson I've learned in the last number of years. But then no one else wants to talk about it either. That we use race as a as a way to get people to stop talking about difficult subjects. Uh, but this is a difficult subject to talk about it. It must be talked about it. And I gotta tell you, we have a situation where young men are fueled by the hateful rhetoric within politics today by activist rhetoric, and on the media side, they tend to amplify it disproportionately on one side. James Hodgkinson tried to uh, attempted the mass assassination of Republican members of Congress after being fueled by a bunch of rhetoric on television and from politicians that Republicans were going to kill old people by getting rid of Obamacare and cutting taxes. He genuinely believed Republicans were going to kill a bunch of people with their policies, and so he went to kill the Republicans to stop them. Floyd Lee Corkins, fueled by concern that the Family Research Council was a a bigoted, hateful organization uh, that was deeply homophobic, went to the Family Research Council with a bag of Chick-fil-A sandwiches, intending to stuff the mouths of the deceased with Chick-fil-A sandwiches after he killed them. He was stopped by a security guard. He was fueled by left-wing rhetoric. 
This man, fueled by black nationalist rhetoric pervasive on the left and on certain television channels like MSNBC. Same with the Waukesha Parade Killer. Same with the guy in Nashville. All of them not mentally healthy people. And all of them turn to violence by left-wing rhetoric. And yet the media disproportionately and the federal government, the FBI, that is batting a 1,000 on losing major cases against white nationalists these days, all of them say white nationalists are the problem. White supremacy is the problem. You know it is a problem. It's a sin. It's a problem. But I would submit to you that uh, the FBI... Uh, failed in its case about the white nationalists in Michigan with Gretchen Whitmer. They, they have failed in that case. The, the FBI has actually failed repeatedly in a number of these cases that they brought to back up their contention that white nationalists are the problem. And meanwhile, we've got a bunch of black nationalists killing people. Maybe, maybe we need to reprioritize on what the problem is. And by the way, I don't actually think white nationalism or black nationalism are major problems. Just so you know where I'm coming from, the media disproportionately thinks white nationalism is, and in juxtaposition to that, you've got three uh, violent attacks of people who are black nationalists. And when the media you and the FBI went after the white nationalists in Michigan, turns out the jury found them all not guilty. I think we have bigger problems. One of those problems is a mental health issue in a collapsed and fallen society where people on television, partisans, use the most extreme rhetoric to stir the pot and incite violence. I think that actually is a problem. Our lust for red meat leads to blood flowing in the streets. When we have extremist rhetoric from politicians that the other side is going to kill you, I think it causes problems for a lot of mentally unbalanced people. The larger issue here, however, is the media doesn't want to talk about the one side. You know, yesterday, they've had to fix it now. But I read you the stories yesterday from ABC, NBC, uh, MSNBC, CBS, uh, the New York Times, the Washington Post. None of them would mention the guy was black. The police description very clearly said he was 5'5", heavy set, wearing a gray hoodie and was black. The media all left out the racial descriptor. The disproportionate uh, weight of balance that the media gives these days to racial topics uh, only further adds to this. The media itself is not being responsible in the way it's covering here, and neither are a lot of politicians. And now it's starting to blow up in the Democrats' faces. There is a story that just hit the wires in Politico that Democrats are not only retreating on crime and police reform, but they're becoming scared that if they don't suddenly turn pro-law enforcement and crack down on all this stuff, they could get Donald Trump reelected. I got the details when we come back. Do you know when I started out and could get nice quality sheets, I just thought I'm going to get a high thread count sheet. And if I get a high thread count sheet, it's going to be a really good sheet. Boy, did I learn that's not true. It's a myth. Bolin Branch, however uses the best 100% organic cotton threads on planet Earth for superior softness and a better night's sleep. You can get a really good high thread count sheet, but if the underlying sheet is, well, crap, um, it's not going to work for you. Bolin Branch, however, my gosh, their sheets aren't just buttery, breathable, and impossibly soft to start, but they have the sign, the number one sign of a really good sheet. The more you wash them, the softer they get over time, and they don't tear up. They just get soft. 
perfect. You can try Bowl & Branch to the highest quality threads on earth for superior softness and a better night's sleep. They're th so luxurious. They're beloved by three United States presidents. And they've got over 10,000 stellar reviews. I'm one of them. I love my Bowl & Branch sheets. You can feel the difference the moment they come out of the bag and every wash. It's just, man, they just transition to softer and softer. They're fantastic. Right now, get 20% off site-wide April 11th through 17th only at BowlandBranch.com. That's BowlandBranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, Branch.com for 20% off site-wide April 11th to April 17th, BowlandBranch.com. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425. You know, I am a professional. Sometimes, however, I forget to log into the call screening program. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I've got the data, but before I do, I, I got I to gotta note something. This is infuriating to me. Do you have a son or daughter in the United States military? Do you, have you yourself or are you currently serving in the United States military? Do you have, are you a member of your family, one of the people who have dedicated their lives to fighting for the freedoms of this country? If you are in the military or have a loved one in the military who is standing up to put your life or your child's life or your loved one's life on the line to fight for and defend the freedoms of this country around the world, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the congresswoman from Georgia, wants you to know you are throwing your life away. She was speaking on a podcast by the former Fox host, Lou Dobbs. She said uh, people should not be joining the military right now from the vaccine mandate to woke training. Uh, she made the remarks after Lou Dobbs questioned the quality of people in the Defense Department and suggested the military was starting struggling to attract new recruits, she said, you're throwing your life away. I want you to know if you are in the military, and I have a, a friend of mine, went to law school, joined the Marines, defending this country. You are not throwing your life away. And it's unfortunate. I remember the days when progressives in Congress would vilify our military. And it used to be a thing that uh, the vilification of the military came from the left. And unfortunately, uh, it now depends on who's in the White House and you will have some members of Congress on the right vilifying the military. I want you to know you're not throwing your life away. Uh, you are uh, doing your part as a patriot to defend this country, the commander-in-chief, thanks to our blessed Constitution, which you swear to uphold. You don't uphold the President of the United States, but a Constitution, it happens to be the oldest written Constitution on planet Earth, and it still serves us well, even as the politicians don't serve it well, but you serve it well. And I thank you for your service. And I pray that the people of the 14th Congressional District in Georgia might consider that they can find a different candidate who does not insult the service of our patriots in uniform, 
who will give them the conservative politics they support uh, without also being an idiot. Uh, Jennifer Strahan, I believe her name is, is running against Marjorie Taylor Greene. She is a Trump-supporting, voted-for-Trump conservative, but she's not an idiot and will not embarrass any of us, nor would she ever think to go on a podcast or any other outlet and behave like Maxine Waters or Nancy Pelosi or some progressive out there in AOC and suggest that serving your nation in uniform is throwing your life away. It is anything but. Uh, And she should apologize for the remark. But nowadays, of course, you know, you look weak if you apologize, and she's not going to apologize. Uh, She'll say it because she believes it, I guess. But it's a terrible thing to believe that someone would put on the uniform of this country be willing to lay down their life for this country and tell them they're throwing their life away because the current commander-in-chief, who will probably be gone in two years, is in office. Commander-in-chiefs, go. The Constitution and the ideals of the country stay. That's what you're fighting for. You're not fighting for Joe Biden, that she can't understand that. as another reason she shouldn't be in Congress. There are plenty of options out there to replace her. Welcome back. Phone lines are open. The phone number is 877-973-7425. This is the headline. I mentioned it a little while ago. Democrats retreat on crime and police reform. In politics, you can often tell what the internal polling of the campaigns say. Now, uh, to jump back, for those of you who aren't regular listeners, I was one of the last defenders of public polling in America, and even I have concluded now it's it's mostly garbage, but the polling averages taken together are still a pretty good indicator of where things are. Uh, When you combine all the polls and get the average, you have a pretty good indication uh, because the average does a good job of, of helping weed out the worst of the worst on both sides, the highs and the lows. Internal campaign polling is a different beast. When you think of polling, you think of the public polling. And some campaigns, frankly, have used similar styling. Uh, Very famously, uh, Eric Cantor was the former Republican leader uh, in the House, and he lost. And I want to say 2006 he lost uh, to a uh, more libertarian Republican in large part because Eric Cantor's internal polling was deeply flawed. It wasn't very detailed. Cantor was not willing to spend the money on detailed internal polling. Let me explain the difference here real quick. Uh, Internal polling, so a normal national poll, well, let's just use uh, where the national polling is. I've got real clear politics pulled up. I'll take the Biden job approval numbers. So you're talking about uh, from CNBC, oh, wow, that poll just dropped. Um, Biden down underwater by 15 points. It's 800A is what it says. That means all Americans, 800 all Americans. Uh, so American voters, they're not even American voters, American adults, 800 of them surveyed. Rasmussen reports is 1,500 likely voters. Likely voters are people who have voted in the last several midterm elections and presidential elections, means they have a propensity to vote again. Reuters is 1,005 adult Americans. Politico Morning Consult is 2005 registered voters. Politico Morning Consult, however, is using an online polling system. IBD is uh, 1,305 adult Americans. A lot of these 
they use um, online and offline surveys, and I'm still skeptical of the online survey model. But all of them uh, tend to just be scattershot. I'm going to randomly call people until I get enough people to fulfill the call. Political polling is different. Internal political polling uh, tends to be a wider pool of people. And at the end of it, they have a broader pool of people. Now, what do I mean by that? That sounds a little bit odd to say. Uh, with Rasmussen reports, let's just look at that one. Um, now, let, let's uh, yeah, let's look at Rasmussen reports. So it's 1,500 likely voters. Likely voters are people who have voted in past elections. If you voted regularly in past elections, you're likely to vote in the upcoming election. And if you express an enthusiasm level that, yes, you're going to vote, well, then you're a likely voter, 1,500 of them. When you break it down, though, there are a couple hundred Republicans, a couple hundred Democrats, a couple hundred independents, and, and it, it divides across. Thank you to my friend Martha who just texted me. It was 2014 when Eric Cantor lost with his polling was so bad. Um, so it's 1,500 likely voters, but that gets you maybe 500 Republicans, 500 Democrats, 500 independents, just for the sake of round numbers. So really, your pool is 500 Republicans. Okay. Now, let's boost that. If you're an internal pollster for a campaign running in a primary, you're going to get 1,000 Republican-likely voters. That expands the pool and lowers the margin of error. So you're dealing with a margin of error that is between 3 and 5% in some of these big uh, media polls. With private internal polling, you're dealing with a 1% to 2% margin of error. You get a massive more number of people. And by the way, it's very expensive to do. A good portion of a campaign's budget for a nationwide or a state-level campaign goes to polling. And they do recurring polling towards the end of the campaign cycle so they can see if anything is bumping. They don't want to get caught off by surprise. They do high-level, detailed polling that goes beyond uh, public opinion polling that is public. And more importantly, they also do more focus groups on what's resonating with voters. They may show voters ads. They may give voters lines of attack and see what the voters think resonates. So when at the national level, a political party suddenly gravitates towards a singular message, you know their internal polling is showing something that you and I may not yet see, we may have a perception of, but their polling has picked it up and they know they need to go in a direction. That's why it's notable that Democrats have decided they must run as fast as they can towards law and order. It tells you that their internal polling shows them this issue is killing them. Back to this Politico story. President Joe Biden is proclaiming that it's time to fund the police and pouring more money into law enforcement is in his budget plan. Democratic mayors in deep blue cities are promising to hire hundreds more cops. Even in liberal bastions like Los Angeles, candidates are sprinting to claim the tough-on-crime mantle. If 2020 was the year progressives reordered the traditional politics of crime and policing, 2022 looks like the year centrists are regaining their footing and nullifying those gains. Two years ago, the police murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis sparked calls from progressive activists to strip funding from cops, eliminate cash bail, and make other sweeping changes to criminal justice policy. Black Lives Matter protesters succeeded in pushing the conversations leftward, leading cities to flatten or even reduce resources for police. That was then. 
Now, an uptick in homicides across the country is upending those advances, representing a setback for the left in the ongoing war between the Democratic Party's centrist and progressive wings. Undoubtedly, there's been a backlash, says Maurice Mitchell, leader in the Movement for Black Lives Coalition, national director for the left-wing Working Family Party. Uh, you think in Philadelphia, this, uh, where George Floyd's murder prompted the city council two years ago to reject the mayor's request for $19 million in police funding, top lawmakers this year are asking for millions more in cops. That's on top of a $24 million boost to the police budget already proposed. In New York, Eric Adams beefing up the police. In Nevada, Democratic Senator Catherine Cortez Masto, former state attorney general, is reminding voters she worked closely with law enforcement. In Washington, D.C., the city council cut the police budget in 2020 over the mayor's objections, and now the mayor is proposing hiring hundreds of more police officers. There is a real concern among Democrats. They overplayed their hand. There is a real concern, in fact, that they could enable Donald Trump to come back. There's a fear. In an NBC News poll last month, 73% of voters, not all American adults, voters, said they'd be less likely to vote for a candidate who supported defunding the police. In Seattle, where the local Democrats tied to the defund movement were cut down in municipal elections, Sandeep Kaushik, a Democratic strategist, said the result was that a lot of the wind has come out of their sails. Voters, he said, are seeing images of Seattle and crime and disorder. They're hearing that nobody's being prosecuted anymore. I'm terrified this stuff is going to reelect Trump in 24. Forget about the midterms. I'm terrified this stuff is going to take down Biden if he runs for president again. That's the quote. That's the quote. Everybody's circulating today. And it's true. They overplayed their hand on this. They really thought you guys wanted to defund the police. They really thought you guys wanted to shake things up more than you did. And they really thought many of you really didn't care. You could take care of yourself. What's happened instead? We've had a massive surge in gun ownership in the country. We've had a lot of police officers walk away from the job. And we've had mayors like the mayor of Atlanta. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Keisha. Crime wave, Keisha crime wave. She provoked a crime wave in the city of Atlanta by going against police officers, siding with the criminal contingent and couldn't run for office again. You know, they're still trying to charge that one poor police officer with murder of the guy at the Wendy's who uh, grabbed the taser, tried to fire the police officer, did his training, shot the guy. Uh, the police officer is made to be the bad guy. His life is upended and all he did was his job and they made him out to be the bad guy. And we're seeing this around the country. The voters have had enough of it. And the Democrats clearly are seeing it in their internal polling. The Democrats can't do anything with inflation. They're not going to do anything with gas prices. You know, Joe Biden yesterday said, by the way, did, uh, a bird pooped on him. Did y'all see that? Yesterday, uh, when Joe Biden was speaking, a bird pooped on Joe Biden. 
and he had this to say. We saw today's inflation data. 70% of the increase in prices in March came from Putin's price hike in gasoline. We need to address this challenge with an urgency to the demands. That's why I've called on Congress to move immediately to lower the cost of families' utility bills, prescription drug bills, and more while lowering the deficit to reduce inflationary pressures. And that's what we've done. We lowered the deficit by $300 billion so far. And it's expected. So, folks, we can do these things without raising a penny in tax on anybody in this, in this hall. Hall. Uh, yeah. In this giant barn. <laughs> He got pooped on by a bird. And he went on to admit that allowing E15 ethanol really isn't going to do that much. In fact, it's probably not going to do anything to help. They're kind of helpless at this point. All the Democrats know how to do is spend more money. So about the only thing they can do is spend money on hiring police officers to make people feel safe. People in this country do not feel safe. And you know, ironically, so many of these good white liberals in politics decided they would get rid of police officers so black Americans in their neighborhoods would feel safe. And as a result, those neighborhoods are less safe. People feel less safe. And now those black Americans are voting for Republicans to refund the police that the Democrats defunded. Irony knows no ends. Let's go to the phones. The phone number, 877-973-7425. Tony, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the program. Uh, yes, I'm almost. Um, how are you doing today? Great. How are you? All right. Um, I wanted to talk about how the Democrats have uh, overplayed their hands. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to see that on. Um, it's like when you, when I used to work at like at a, um, a uh, animal hospital and like if you get a, a, a sick dog that's been starving and you get that dog and if you just feed that dog too much it'll die you have to feed it slowly to get back because it can actually feed himself to death mm-hmm. the democrat they had the house they had the senate they had everything and they just went in and just went eating just went crazy and now it kind of like they over ate themselves sick and now they're getting results. And <laughs> yeah. that's that's what's happened to the Dem- that's what's happening to the, Dem- the Democrats. But it, it, and, you know, uh, if we're fair about it, Tony, we do got to acknowledge it, it happens to both sides. Both sides love to go in; they control everything. They overplay their hands. Mm-hmm. The voters get mad, throw them out. We saw this happen with Republicans in 2018, and now it's the Democrats' turn. Yeah, but this is this might be one of the worst cases ever because they came in with such outrageous. Uh, you know, the pipeline and then all this transgender stuff. It, it's like they just went in, instead of doing stuff separately, it's like they did it all at one time. Defund the police, do this, do that. And it's just, uh, it, it was just too much. And it just caused their stomach to get swollen. And you, like I say, either you can die or even get even sicker Yeah, when you do that. And well, that's the Democrat Party right now. <laughs> that's such a good analogy. Tony, thanks very much for the phone call. Uh, you know, there is a big difference between um, this and that, between the Republican loss in 2018 and the Democrat loss now. The difference is that Republicans in 2018 were rejected because of public antipathy towards Donald Trump. 
The Democrats are being rejected because of their positions. It's not just a rejection of Joe Biden. It's a rejection of Democrats pushing to defund the police and causing a crime wave. Democrats pushing for big spending that caused inflation. Democrats pushing a Green New Deal that caused gas prices to go up. Democrats pushing the the transgender agenda and critical theory in school. Uh, The public is rejecting the lurch left in ways they weren't rejecting a lurch right in 2018. They were rejecting the Republicans being apologists for Donald Trump. It's a huge difference. And you can see it play out here now because Democrats so thought that the public would tie Republicans to Trump, but Trump's out of office and the public doesn't care about the GOP being tied to Trump now. They care about the policies. Democrats really thought that they could stay in power and do all these things because the public so hated Trump, they'd take it on Republicans again like they did in 2018, and that's not happening. Now, before I go to commercial break, I got to tell you uh, right now, you can still get this amazing deal from Eden Pure, their Thunderstorm 3-pack. You can get it for less than $200. You're saving $200, and you get free shipping. What you do is you go to EdenPureDeals.com, EdenPureDeals.com, and you'll see a discount code box, and you put in ERIC3, E-R-I-C-K-3, and you will get $200 off the 3-pack. You will get them for less than $200. You'll get free shipping. And if you don't know what it is, if you're a new listener, it's an air purifier and it's filterless. So you don't have to keep buying a filter. You just wipe it out on occasion. It does get rid of the dust and the mildew and the mold and the pollen and the bacteria and the viruses. But more importantly, it eliminates odors. Uh, Real world test, as I mentioned, getting uh, smoky odors out of a vehicle last week. Plugged it up, not even directly with the plug. I used a USB cord, plugged it into a cigarette lighter, in a car and just let it run in for 30 minutes and it worked. Got rid of the odors. You can get three of them. Use the discount code ERIC3. Get them for less than $200 at EdenPureDeals.com. Hello and welcome. This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan, wherever you are nationwide, they're going to help your business grow if they can. A lot of banks are skittish these days about lending money. First Liberty makes their own lending decisions. If you're a big business wanting to get even bigger and you need to loan $750,000 or more, if you're a small business and you see potential and growth, reach out to them, firstlibertyga.com. Tell them I sent you. See if they can help you. Uh, I want to go, well, actually, no, I, I can't. We don't have enough time. I don't want to do, I want to do justice to the phone call. So uh, when we come back, we got to talk about the Ukraine situation. And, you know, so there was this remarkable thing during the Trump administration. It's like every three days Trump would tweet something and the story would change. And I don't recall constantly talking about a story during the Trump administration until COVID hit. And then every day it was COVID stuff covering it as it spread, trying to explain to people what was going on, get into the data, talking to public health officials, having experts come on to try to explain why things were changing when the government wasn't telling us, all that. And and then he left and Biden came in and there were a bunch of stories that he hit Afghanistan and then suddenly it's like the story never changes. It's the economy. It's high prices. It's inflation. It's now Ukraine. Can't go away. And we're back to covid And uh, I don't know if you've heard the CDC and the TSA are extending the mask mandate for two more weeks on airplanes. Y'all, I think they just ought to extend it till November and just watch the red tide uh, sweep away every Democrat in the country. Uh, the, The backlash is coming on masks at this point. Nobody cares about COVID anymore, whether they should or they shouldn't. And, you know, we're, we're in a house where we had COVID run through it last week. And honestly, 
thanks to the vaccine and, and the weakness of the strain running through right now, it wasn't terrible. Uh, and it was my wife with a compromised immune system who got it. The rest of us were fine, and she lost her voice. She had no energy, but she's back on her feet. Thank God. Um, I think people are ready to move on, and the only people who can't are the people with the power to control our lives. It's 2022. Things are still crazy. Things haven't settled down. And now you got the Federal Reserve and interest rates. You got the economy. You got inflation. A lot of banks won't even return your phone call. Let's say you're a small business and you need a loan for $750,000 or higher. You see an opportunity where banks, they don't even want to see you. You want to buy a building. You want to build a building. Reach out to the Frost family at First Liberty Building and Loan. They've been helping small businesses become big businesses since the 1990s. They want to help you if they can. So spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a good fit for them and they're a good fit for you. Their website is firstlibertyga.com. That's firstlibertyga.com. Again, you need a loan, $750,000 or higher. You're a small business and you see an opportunity to grow. Share it with the Frost family and see if they can help you. Firstlibertyga.com. That's firstlibertyga.com. First Liberty Building and Loan can help businesses nationwide become bigger businesses. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.